Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the final hour today of the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith and my best friend Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes as they are headed to Chicago for the Eastern Conference Finals preview tonight of the Knicks and the Bulls. They will be the featured guests at halftime. Okay, okay, that's not true. The Eastern Conference Finals preview thing is true because, boy, the Knicks and the Bulls are good. Uh, Dan and the Danettes in Chicago for Dan's induction to the Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, so hopefully they can, you know, catch the game tonight. But it will be Joe Kim Noah being honored at halftime of this game, not Dan Patrick. Well, you're still going to be honored. I mean, we're celebrating it here. I mean, honored to to sit in uh, for for Dan and, and the Danettes today as they are having their travels uh, documented on on social media as as it rolls through. But I mean, think of that accomplishment, all the greatness, all the interviews, all all the big moments uh, that Dan's brought to to radio all these years. And yes, traveling to Chicago for uh, Tom Thibodeau's celebration of Joachim Noah. It's it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and Chicago food. No no doubt uh, they will be taken care of very well. Uh, two big NFL stories to get to in the next few minutes ahead of Jay Glazer, who's going to stop by with us in about 20. Uh, the first broke late last night, and this is that the Cardinals are going to play Thursday night football against the Packers today or tonight without J.J. Watt. J.J. Uh, Watt, who was rumored to miss the game anyway with a shoulder injury, now, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter, he is going to require shoulder surgery, and he is done for the season. Um, I hate to say I told you so, Mike Harmon. You know me. I don't like to say that. I don't, I don't know like that I've ever heard that uttered on our show at night ever. No, I've never said. I don't like to say I told you so. But when you decided to give J.J. Watt two yeah. years and $28 million and guarantee $20 million of it, now I think $23 million is guaranteed because his salary next year is guaranteed for injury. Part of it is. What did you think you were really going to get? J.J. Right, Watt is a part-time player who can't stay healthy. Did you really think we're going to get 16 games in the playoffs out of J.J. Watt or 17 games in the playoffs out of J.J. Watt? Uh, you're crazy if you thought so. You were going to get whatever you were going to get until he got hurt, and it turned out to be seven games. So good luck going forward because – and now you're, you're into him for a lot of money now that you paid this year that you're not going to have, and then, and then for next year too. But – you knew it. You knew this is who J.J. Watt is, right? It's not J.J. Watt's a big name, right? This is a big story and name because of J.J. Watt. And people remember what a great player he was for most of the teens in the National Football League. But he's someone that really was invisible for the first three or four games. He's played well the last three games. But the Cardinals were undefeated when he was, wasn't playing well. They were undefeated when he was playing well. Uh, I think they'll be okay without him. Uh, but still, now it's more about being sunk in for the money on J.J. Watt, which clearly, okay, you know, you knew it and you still did it. So it's really you only have yourselves to look at. Yeah, I mean, we looked at it the last couple of years. You've had the either or. And I mean, depending on your age, maybe you remember Brett Saberhagen in the mid 80s for the Kansas City Royals, where OK season, Cy Young season, OK season, Cy Young season. In this case, you've got J.J. Watt with you know, a half a season played and then a 16-gamer and, and so on. You can go back and look at the game log yourselves. Uh, but a, an impact player, 10 quarterback hits, a sack, 
uh, five tackles for loss and, and stood in and, and was playing good football, right? Chandler Jones missed time with COVID. He comes back. Uh, you're also looking at Zach Allen coming back for tonight's matchup against the Packers, which we'll get into in earnest here in a moment. But, you know, when you, you're looking at this squad ahead of the deadline, it's one of the things we'll have to ask Jay Glazer. May, you know, maybe there's someone uh, on a defensive line from a team that's sinking, uh, right? We saw Mark Ingram get traded back to New Orleans. So perhaps on the defensive side, you can find some some ability to, to grab someone from a rotation to come in. But the curiosity is in the secondary. I don't know that it manifests itself immediately because against Green Bay, no Devontae Adams, you don't have guys that are winning one-on-one matchups. So you don't have to to press necessarily tonight as, as good as Aaron Rodgers is. And, you know, he'll test uh, that secondary early and often, no question. Uh, it's really Aaron and Aaron and the giant question mark for who the third guy is with Devontae Adams out. But, you know, for the the Cardinals right now at 7-0, and you're, you're feeling good, but you've done this before. You've played a half a season. The hope was that you'd have J.J. Watt to keep, not that he can't still be around the, the locker room and, and impart wisdom to everybody, but, you know, you were hoping that you'd have some of that experience and, and game, you know, changing ability. He doesn't have to do it every down. But it's like the Toby Keith line, right? I'm not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was and hoping that his presence would still be a force. And now they have to turn elsewhere. So this is where the Cardinals sit going into Thursday night football. Later on this hour, Mike and I'll give you our picks for TNF. This is the game of games uh, this year so far in the NFL. It's a shame the Packers are going to be less than 100% without two of their top wide receivers, including Devontae Adams. But you're talking about... Uh, 24 hours from now, all the talk is going to be which of these teams, whichever team X wins this game, they're the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. Can they beat Tom Brady and the Bucks? That's what's at stake no, tonight. No, 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 no. This is if Aaron Rodgers pulls off this win, it's is he a top three quarterback all time? <laughs> Call in now. That's what it is. The deification of Aaron Rodgers and ownership of another team uh, like just like all the uh, sack masters are making graveyards all over the damn place uh-huh. uh, that'll be it. it it'll be there's Aaron Rodgers uh, with superimposed behind him ownership and stock certificates of all of these teams that he's beaten but he still owns the Bears okay we know we know he still owns them he's always going to own that's them. fine now, now and, and look and that wasn't wrong just don't lie to me and tell me you blacked out you told that woman to go blank herself and that that you own them, just own it. Is that don't come be, back? Is that going to be his yard for Halloween instead of the you know the sack masters with the the quarterbacks on headstones? It's going to be like cutouts of lawyers with paper that that show like Aaron Rodgers owns this team. It's a different lawyer with a different sheet of paper, and that's what he has in his yard. That would be pretty cool. Can I get a cardboard cutout of the Simpsons lawyer from Honey Burns, <laughs> the guy that does all the. Uh, you know, we represent. Uh, I don't know that they've made one of him. I can get comic book guy and so many other characters. Can I get the lawyer? Because I think that would work. I have a picture of Roger Moore signed by Sean Connery. It's worth exactly $150. Uh, so with that game coming up tonight, uh, there's fresh controversy rampant running around San Francisco and New England uh, in the wake of the news of what's coming out in Seth Wickersham's book about the Patriots. Uh, yesterday at his afternoon press conference, Kyle Shanahan had to say, I am not answering questions about a book anymore. Quote, if that was the case that he wanted to answer questions about a book or trade Jimmy Garoppolo back to the Patriots, 
I would have talked to their head coach because that was the story throughout this week that in the offseason, the Patriots really wanted to get a quarterback. And look, they wound up with Mac Jones, and I think they're pretty happy. But Mm -hmm. they wanted Jimmy Garoppolo back. And it's no secret that Bill Belichick wanted Garoppolo. He wanted Garoppolo to be the starter years before. But, oh, I got to stick with this Brady guy. Okay, fine. So the offer was out there, and New England offered a second-round pick for Garoppolo, but the Niners wanted a first-round pick. No such transaction uh, materialized. The Niners moved up. They took Trey Lance, and this is where we are. Uh, Kyle Shanahan does not want to answer questions about that, and I get it because he's got to go forward now. He's not getting – he's got his lot cast with a combination of Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Well, he actually refuted the that that existed as well, right? Asked if there was any truth. He said no, none, and then told him to beat it about subsequent <laughs> qu- questions about the book. But here's the thing about what's going on right now with the 49ers. I feel no pity for them. They were too smart for their own good. They they didn't ruin their team, but they ruined a situation that they could have maximized, right? When you draft Trey Lance, you know that the guy has to play, right? And I, I still don't get why NFL teams blow this off. When you draft a guy at the top of the first round, he's going to play for you during that season coming up, and he's going to play early. This is how it works. When you draft somebody, it's a, it's like the guys all getting this this big bubble of, hey, we can draft Trey Lance. He can sit for a while. We can play Jimmy. No, Trey Lance is going to play. He's going to play by the time you get to the midway point of the season. So why the hell aren't you moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo while he's got a high trade value? What are you doing, right? You know you know that's going to happen. Everybody knows that's going to No, Andy Dalton's our QB1. Hey, Justin Fields, guess what? Hey, you're our guy. That's how it works in the NFL. First round pick, quarterbacks play, and they play early. And it, it, it it's like everybody gets taken by surprise NFL teams do when September comes and it's oh boy we got a couple of bad games in a row or we remember there's a reason why we drafted this quarterback we don't like the guy that's playing for us right now oh yeah now we got to go to him and you're stuck right because the Niners are not getting a first round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo they're not getting a second round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo at this point they could have maximized his value and dealt him at any time they could have traded him during the draft they could have traded him right before the season and instead of saying we want a first round pick well we know we know he's not that good cuz Jimmy Garoppolo isn't that good he's in the Sam Darnold mode of a second and a third or a second and a fourth or somewhere around there you could have gotten that for him because you know you're going to go to Trey Lance And I'm sorry that you wanted to have your cake and eat it too, but I understand how the National Football League works. And you're going to go to Trey Lance at some point, and now the Niners are stuck because they have to go because Garoppolo is just okay, and the Niners are underachieving. You gave Jimmy Garoppolo a chance to play this year, and what happened? Teams are seeing, oh, boy, he really isn't that good. So, yeah, I don't know about a first-round pick. What are you going to get for him now? Really, what are you going to get for Jimmy Garoppolo if you want to trade? You're not getting anything for him because you were too smart for your own good and you didn't understand that this is how the NFL works when it gets the regular season. Early first-round picks play when they're quarterbacks, they all play. It doesn't matter who you have ahead. If, if your team is undefeated at 7-0 and and Garoppolo is playing lights out, yes, he's still holding on to the job. But what are the odds that was going to happen? And the first time he has a bad week, it's going to be, we got to get Trey Lance in there. You drafted Lance, you postponed the future, you tried to do everything you wanted, and now you're stuck. This is a complete mismanagement by the 49ers. They should have done it earlier. They would have had better draft capital, and Lance would have been more ready to play. 
Because all you did was by giving Garoppolo all the reps throughout the offseason and it's limited reps for Trey Lance, instead, you got to throw him in and you got to make it happen. And maybe it's a rough couple of first couple of weeks, but it's not that rough because the guy knows what it is coming in to get ready to play. Say what you want about the Jets because the Jets, I mean, the Jets are the Jets, right? Jets. Uh, but they did the right thing in saying, you know what? We're going to get Zach Wilson ready to play for the season. We're not going to go under this whole big illusion of we're going to have a veteran come in. He's going to start for the first couple of weeks. No, let's get Zach Wilson ready. Now, has he performed? No, but it was going to be rough anyway, and it would be rougher if he didn't have all the reps and he's getting ready to come in and play. So they did the right thing, getting him ready. The Jaguars did the right thing. We're going to get Trevor Lawrence ready. No, we're not going to go through this charade of starting somebody else, and then Trevor Lawrence is going to come in at some point after he hasn't had the offseason reps. No, those teams did the right thing. The Niners had a chance to do the right thing, but they decided, no, 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 we're going to be too smart for everybody else. So they're in this situation they're in right now. No, I would argue that they're completely different circumstances, though. The Jets knew they were bad in the rebuilding. The Jaguars the same. The 49ers coming back of all the injuries, the you you said that can't possibly conspire with the football gods to take us down again. After a Super Bowl run, you have a, a lost 2020 season. Yeah, if you can run it back with the guy that took you there, then you're going to give it a shot. And and Lance becomes the longer-term project. There's no need to force him if you think you're a contender. Likewise, the Bears, the playoff team, as much as you know, people that listen to our evening show knows uh, know very well my feelings of Matt Nagy and the organization of how they've run things. Same idea. You paid Andy Dalton to come in to lead a team that you thought could compete. And then you decided because of public pressure to bow to it. And now you got the Justin Fields in press conferences saying, yeah, we're going to hook up on Zoom calls so we can talk more about route running. Instead of saying, let's go to a park and run a damn route. <laughs> so two completely different circumstances. Your, your team already knew they were uh, trash. No, but it does. When you, when you draft a first round quarterback that early, they play regardless of situation. Regardless I don't, I don't think situation. they needed to. Regardless, well, no, not drafting a quick look. The, the fact they drafted Trey Lance, okay, that was their guy, right? You moved up in the draft to get him, but now, oh, he's going to sit a while because he's, he's kind of a project. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It, it sounds great in a vacuum when you're planning things out and you're staring up at a board in your office and it's the middle of April and you're listening to music and you're ordering lunch and you're planning things out. You got a big board going on. Yeah, we'll draft Trey, we'll do this, and Jimmy's our guy, and then we'll we tra- that's not how it works. When the footballs fly for real in September, it's where's our quarterback? Where's our first round pick? And because the reason you have that first round pick is because there's something you didn't like about the guy coming in. So to suddenly think the guy coming in is going to be great. Oh, no, now, now, now he's got we got a perfect situation. We got Jimmy's working harder. We got Trey Lance is on his on his butt. No, you know that's what's going to happen, and you're going to have to go to that guy. That's how it works all the time. And for the Niners to not see it, that, that's, a, that's a big epic fail for them. Big epic fail. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, Jay Glazer stops by. Do the Packers have a chance of winning tonight without their wide receivers? What is next for the trade deadline? Oh, it's a must. Jay's with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, and my best friend Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today ahead of a huge Thursday night football Titanic matchup with the Packers and the Cardinals. Joining us now on the hotline, no one better 
an NFL on Fox insider, Jay Glazer. He's on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. And uh, normally he takes your questions about the National Football League and answers them. However, right now he is trying to take your questions for a costume for his dog for Halloween. Jay, have you figured that out yet? Uh, no, I'm not going to do it. I think my dog turned around to me and said, are you trying to get my butt kicked in the playground? Like, Come on, guys. <laughs> I like, what are you some... trying to do? You I want, my... you want kind... me to get bullied at the doggy park? Come on, Dad. Leave me alone. <laughs> so no Strahan costume. I figured you would go something like that for, you know, for Halloween. <laughs> no, there's only one of him. We don't need more. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, well, let, let's start here for tonight. Look, we got the big game coming wait, up. Wait, wait, how, how are we not starting on last week's show? Oh, well, dude, I, I, I wanted to say to you, normally you come to us with something great like you when Howie Long was your Uber driver. I, I thought yeah, Howie I mean, Long would be driving you around right now. Man, well, you guys, def- people definitely listen to your show because we got so many comments about that. And, <laughs> you know, I said to Howie, so I said, oh, people are going nuts. I said, they just see you in a different light. He goes, my job on the show isn't to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it was deadpan funny. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, right, Howie, I make you funny. There you go. (laughs) We give you that comedic relief. Oh, that was so funny, though. Oh, my God. Actually, Steve Kime, the general manager of of the Cardinals for tonight, he's the first comment I got. He goes, did you really make Howie your Uber driver? Like, oh, he was dying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's a that's a midseason replacement show. You, you know, oh. is Howie Long your Uber driver? You're oh the funny guy, and he's the straight man. Yeah, and he's not going in tonight. I'm going in to do the game tonight. Um, who am I doing? It I think it's me, Greg Olson, and Mark Sanchez. You know, Bradshaw is supposed to be him, but Bradshaw, then we told you guys on the show last week, he's coming off knee replacement surgery. So, But it's a big game. You know, I'm in Arizona right now. I'm going to hop on a plane in a little bit. Um, I live in Arizona now, and I'm hopping on a plane back to L.A. to go to uh, to uh, go be part of the broadcast team tonight. Can't wait. Oh, man. I'll tell you. Well, maybe Sanchez will be your Uber driver tonight. Maybe you can get Mark That's Sanchez. That's exactly right. No, he lives in L.A., though. I need somebody who lives here in Scottsdale. I don't know. It's only uh, about a five- or six-hour drive, Jay. Yeah, you know what? Now I think of it. He's a rookie. He didn't yeah. bring his donuts last week. Yeah, I'm going to make the bastard driving to Scottsdale. You're damn right. There you go. Hey, is Steve Kime going to make a deal to fortify that defensive front now that J.J. Watt's out? Yeah, that was tough, and it was funny because the other night when he talked to J.J., it was just like, yeah, my shoulder, that's a little sore, but I'll be okay, and then bam. So that was, uh, that was hard, and J.J. I know brought um, – he brought a big voice to that team. It's pretty interesting because – so, like, Larry Fitzgerald's been there for a long time, right? And when Larry's there, like Larry's the guy. So I think nobody else ever felt comfortable stepping up to be the leader out of respect for Larry. Like, it's Larry's team. And now that Larry's not there, several people have kind of, I guess, found their voice and stepped up. But J.J., even though he's new, he, like, right out of the gates, they told me he was just it, – it was, a, it was a huge voice for inside that place about, you know, work ethic and – uh, he he was really big for them. You know, and that's the thing, Jay, is that, look, did, did you think you were going to get two full years out of him? No, you look at what his history was. Right. But the trade-off was whatever he did coming in, you're 7-0. and And it's not like you lost Chandler Jones or Kyler Murray. You're 7-0, and and you're at the top of the National Football League. Whatever influence he had, hopefully that continues the rest of the season. Well, but you just said it, though. Look at what this team – this is not a flash-and-pan team. All right, so here's a team who they lost their head coach. 
their quarterback coach, boom, no problem. Let's keep going. Chandler Jones, they lost him for a few years. Boom, no problem. Let's keep going. Right? It's just cut over and over and over. Like, boom, let's, you know, the one guy they can't lose is Kyler. Um, but they're showing it's a, it's a really dangerous, well-rounded team that when they do have adversity, they don't blink. Jay, on the other side, right, we, we watch what Vance Joseph done. Now Aaron Rodgers has to try to navigate this without Devontae Adams. You've got Joe Barry not going to be available, so Jerry too, Gray yeah. steps in and Lazard is out. So uh, can they make a trade and get Brandon Cooks there on time? <laughs> it, it's funny. I do think Brandon Cooks will be, end up being – I think everybody in Houston will be on the trade block. I think there's going to be a fire sale over there, and, you know, why wouldn't they? They're, they're going to try and load up as many picks as, as they poss- possibly can. Yeah, I would think that. I don't know. They're going to be able to make a trade for Brandon Cooks, but I do think that teams are going to start calling. Yes. And did you see Brandon Cooks yesterday? Obviously, not happy that they um, right. They got rid of Mark uh, Ingram, but even before that, I was told that they were going to try and shop Brandon Cooks. Yeah, that seemed like the parenthetical, even though it wasn't put in the tweet. Jay, of what about me? <laughs> By the way, hey, <laughs> hey, so Mark is listening to the show right now. He says, "Hello, Jay." This is your Uber driver, Mark Sanchez. I will arrive in five hours and 30 minutes to Scottsdale, Arizona with donuts. Sanchez, now we're talking. That's what I'm talking about, That's Sanchez. a plan put in place right That's there. That's what a good rookie does. Uh, well, there you go. So now you're all set. You can cancel your flight. You're riding with Sanchez all the way back to L.A. I love you, Sanchez. Great. I'll tell you, man, all the stuff you put on there, I tell, you know, Jay with his celebrity Uber driver of the week. That I'm telling you, that's a feature. That's exactly right. I think that's a good way to go. There exactly you go. right. All right. I had a uh, good Uber driver last night. I went to dinner last night with Chuck Wagner, the owner of Camus. And Camus uh, Wines, you know, that's my wine. There right? you go, he yeah. Up, he, down. he came up here. Picked, actually, but he came up here with a driver, and uh, we went out to dinner at our friend's restaurant called Dominic's. And his Uber driver was driving 11 miles per hour. And I was like, hey, dude, I got ADD. You're driving me crazy here. You can't go 11 miles an hour. And he's like, well, I don't know where I'm going. I'm like, it's a straight road. Like, just go. So then I said, hey, would you mind pulling over? Can I drive? And, and they're like, really? I said, yeah, can I drive? I mean, I can't deal with this anymore. <laughs> and Chuck was like, yeah, I think you better go a little bit faster. <laughs> now that would have been something Jay Glazer turns into the driver yeah, you can sit in the back no, I, can, I convinced I an Uber driver I convinced an Uber driver one time to let me drive he was driving too slow and too, and man he was on the phone all that. And man, look, I, I, I got somewhere to be Let's, let, me, let me do it and he just, wait 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 so that right. really happened you got in you got oh, in yeah. you drove yeah absolutely and I gave myself <laughs> five stars the, the disruptor of the disruptive industry. I love it. I gave myself five stars. What a great rating. I gave it right there. This Jay guy Glazer. was too distracted. I said, you can get back on your phone. Let me drive. I got a seven. <laughs> Jay Glazer with us here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, you, know, you mentioned the Texans fire sale, and they're going to try to trade a lot of people. The story the last couple of days, the Panthers, uh, according to reports, have pulled out of potentially trading yep. for Deshaun Watson. Is this going to happen by Tuesday? And Deshaun Watson's clearly preferred destination is Miami. Are they going to move on from him by then? Listen, Houston has played this all wrong, completely wrong. They have made it so hard on anybody who wants to trade for Deshaun Watson. All the way back to training camp when they would not return anyone's phone calls or texts. I mean, they were so hard. And I've had teams tell me straight out, we would, we would, we would go and do this, but – 
can't get a call. We can't do business with them. Like, we don't understand why they won't just respond to a text, respond to a phone call. That's just how, you know, GMs work together. And then as this has gone on also, I mean, you want as much information as you can. If you're signing or trading for somebody who's going through such a huge legal issue, you want as much information as you can, and they can't get information out of Texans um, or even, like, if you want to trade for a guy that's, you know, going through this, I know certain teams are even saying, well, we'd like to talk to Deshaun, and the Texans are saying no. So it's like, man, they just played it wrong. It, it, you know, and again, and I reported this on Fox NFL Sunday uh, a few weeks ago, they had already turned down. They were offered three number ones and three number threes for Deshaun, and they turned it down. So, yeah, they played this wrong. If Bill O'Brien would have been there, that would have, they would have never gotten the uh, the second half of that offer out. <laughs> uh, no, they, they, Bill O'Brien there, he would this would have been done a share of ages ago. Yeah, yeah, it would have been like Kramer on Seinfeld. We're prepared to offer you a lifetime supply of right. coffee. I'll take it, and they don't even get to the one million dollars. I'll take it. We'll take <laughs> that trade. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just played it wrong, and you know, not only that, yes, the, the Panthers have pulled out uh, for the time being. And um, if, it, if he's not traded, you know, before the trade deadline, he's still there after the season. They might jump back in if they get more information, but they're just not getting enough information. So even that, you know, like keep them on the hook so you could drive Miami's price up more. But they just didn't. All right, so with a five-and-a-half-hour drive to Arizona, how many GMs are you going to find out uh, from uh, their trade deadline uh, aspirations here? You know, it, so here's what happens. And I, I talk to these guys, it's a constant, you know, flow. It's, it doesn't, it's not just, you know, um, one day, hey, what's happening? And, and this happens every year. Teams, they start texting each other. Cause we're, we're, what are we, five days away from trade deadline? So they start texting each other a couple of days ago. Hey, you want, let's talk here. Hey, let's, let's talk. And they all go, yeah, let's talk closer to the trade deadline. So literally like Monday. That's when they all start getting on the phone, and it's like a flurry, and it starts going crazy. But it's all just like, hey, uh, you got anybody for sale? Hey, you want to? Yeah, let's let's talk closer to the trade deadline. They all say that to each other. Let's talk closer to the trade deadline. And then they just – it's like we all cram for a test at the end, right? And they do the same exact – that pretty much the same exact thing. And it – it um, when it gets down to crunch time, that's when the, the calls start going frantically. But as of right now, yeah, there's, there's been some calls, and a lot of times, too, what teams will do. Like, I know one team called for a, a somewhat big-name player and said, hey, if you guys are willing to trade him, uh, we'll take him off your hands for, like, you know, six just to get a salary off your books. They'll kind of do that. And they're, that, that's what happens these days. They're trying to hope that uh, they can get a deal. And then next week, you know, the day before, it starts getting a little – it starts getting real. He's on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. Jay, I'm, I'm watching the news right now. Sky Chopper is following. Mark Sanchez has just gotten on the 10 uh, freeway. Hey, Sanchez. Out. Yeah. Sanchez, you better be going faster than 11 miles per hour. I'll tell you that. I'm drunk. Wait, wait. I got one more question for you, Jay. If it's safe for uh, for air, uh, what did you ask Mike Tomlin about the USC job? <laughs> I laughed the uh, question at Mike Tomlin about the USC job. I mean, Come on. <laughs> Come on. You can see Jay tonight, Fox pre and post game, Thursday night. Hey, and by the way, tonight on at halftime, we're going to show a, 
a little clip. We have a, a very special interview that I did for Fox NFL Sunday um, on mental health, which I think will do a lot of good for a lot of people and a lot of players. Um, so check it out tonight at halftime of our show. We're going to give you a little snippet, but uh, there's somebody um, who really opened up uh, about his mental health to, to help out other players and other athletes and just everybody in general. And that's, you know, the conversation you guys know I'm trying to start is, you know, I've talked about my struggles and, and my darkness and, and living in the gray a lot. Um, and the best thing I could do is not bottle it up and, and open up about it. So uh, I'm proud of this guy for, for opening up. I think we're going to do a lot of good. He is the mental health warrior, Jay Glazer, for everything he's doing, all the great stuff, founder of MVP and Unbreakable Performance. Check him out on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. And again, tonight, uh, pre- and post-game, uh, Thursday Night Football on that big feature at halftime. Hopefully Sanchez gets you to the game in time, Jay, uh, so you can throw to the future yeah. in the right way. Sanchez, let's get your ass going. Come on. <laughs> Hit that pedal to the metal. <laughs> Take it easy, buddy. Safe Keep travels, good. my guy. You, <laughs> you know how much you want to bet mark sanchez is going do you think i really need to get in the car go well you, really hey, you better bring car? donuts i can tell you that <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have a, a three glaze i know you know what i'm picking up jay glazer give me 12 glaze that's all i need i'm getting in the car going right now and then he shows up and like half of them are gone and jay's like what's going on here uh, i got hungry on the way you get stuck in traffic what do you want yes. <laughs> I mean, that could be a show for Jay. I mean, look, when he called in last week and Howie Long was hit driving him and it was absolutely hysterical, it's big on the website. You can check it out at Fox Sports Radio, foxsportsradio.com. Uh, that's a thing, right? Like, cause what does Seinfeld do, the getting coffee in, in with comedians? Coffee and car, yeah. Yeah, getting coffee co- with, with comedians, yeah. Yeah, and it, like, and what was the one where one guy gets in the back of a cab, right, and they do interviews? I mean, that could be a thing with Jay. Every week it's some new celebrity, quote celebrity, is his Uber driver. Last week it was Howie Long. This week can be Mark Sanchez, and it could be somebody else. And it doesn't. It could be entertainment. Could be could be The Rock at some point doing it. Dwayne Johnson. I, I think that's a show. I think that's a show. Oh, right there's there. plenty of opportunities. Lot, yeah. Big friend list. I mean, get bring a, a bunch of the guys that were associated with ballers. All the guys that are working out at MVP. Uh, we we could show up and, and really chop it up with Jay too. You know, because we got to up our Q Q rating as well. Yeah, and that's and we only get three percent of the profits of of this because that's what it is when you have the idea, right? So we we just something like that. Yeah, I'll five. take a story yeah. by because I mean it's a, it's an entry, right? It's okay. a gateway to to bigger, better things as a, a writer and content creator. Yeah, there it is. In ten minutes, we just made a lot of money because we get three percent of that for a deal. So we no, that's good. And how he was fantastic, you know, as the straight man. Oh, when, when he when he was you, saying, "Hey, all information he's giving you about guys' injuries, he's reading it on WebMD." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And He's reading Jay's that first, second paragraph right now. And Jason, ready to go out clubbing, and how he says, "I'm going home." Uh, you know, he was he was the friend saying, "Listen, you can you can go out. I'm tired. I'm just going home." Okay, we need to see if we can isolate that that one line. That might be one of the greatest one liners in the uh, in the history of Fox Sports Radio. I'm going home. Now, part of what Jay Glazer talked about there with us, obviously the fire sale in Houston. Look, Brandon Cooks, other players likely going, and how mismanaged things have gone for Deshaun Watson. Turning down three number ones and three number threes, I don't get it. I really, Mm -hmm. I don't get it. You want to move on from the guy. 
and you're dying to trade him. You had an offer there with an unsure legal situation, right? This is what you want, right? You wanted, what was it, three number ones, a couple of number twos, a couple of number threes. Maybe, and Okay, here's three number ones. You're getting the number ones. You're getting the three number threes. All for a guy you know is not going to play for you again. And you turn this down? Look, every time I look at the Jets and I go, I can't believe I'm a Jets fan. This is awful. I look at the Mets and I go, we can't hire a president of baseball operations. No one wants the job. I may as well send my resume in because I watch the games. Uh, I look at a team like the Texans and go, how have you mismanaged this the entire time? How have you mismanaged this the entire time when you can't figure out one way forward when you know this is what the end game is going to be? Deshaun Watson is never going to suit up and play for us again. All right, now I get it if you are waiting for the right offer. And if the Dolphins have said, hey, this is our offer, but we want to make sure legally he's he's in the clear. All right, I understand that because if you're the Dolphins, you want to make sure that you're not trading for a guy that's not going to be able to play. But when the offer is there and you're getting so close to what you wanted, is it really worth it to say, well, we wanted a second-round pick, too. We're not going to get it. We wanted a player. We're not going to get it. Three, first, three number ones and three number threes. That's six starters with three of them being franchise-type players that you're going to get that are going to be players on your team for the next five to eight years. That's what you're getting in this trade. You're getting six out of 22. You're turning one guy into over a quarter of the starting positions you have on your team. And you say no to that? I mean, really, you wonder why the Texans are where they are? There's your number one reason. Well, he's made it clear he doesn't want to play for the McNairs, right? He was there for a year, and then decided he was out, right? Because they traded away a number of their assets. And now you're in a situation where you're you're awful. And I, I don't think Davis Mills is terrible. I just think they're devoid of talent, you know, now outside of Brandon Cooks. And he won't be there much longer. You know, I only half joke, can you get on a plane for Green Bay tonight? Uh, they're looking for help. <laughs> can you fit him in uh, salary-wise and, may, and make it work? See if you can uh, – he'll be somewhere. Uh, playing next uh, for week nine, no question about it. But, yeah, Houston, and we we joke with Bill O'Brien, but it's the, all right, if you're ready to move on, you move on. And whatever contingencies you would have to offer, because there would be some in the legalese, trade him to Miami or wherever else, but it, it then becomes their situation to deal with. And as long as you haven't added another seven picks or whatever else to where now it's a Herschel Walker deal, on the back end, then then you, you should be just fine, and you will have divested yourself uh, from a player who doesn't want to be with your team, right? Legal questions aside, you know, that bridge was already burnt down. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Jason and Mike in for Dan and the Danettes today. I mean, really, completely Houston, what are you doing? Uh, coming up next, we'll give you our picks for Thursday Night Football, the Titanic matchup between the Packers and the Cardinals. I see a blowout. Mike sees a close one. Plus, why, no matter what happened last night with the Lakers, they're still going to be fine going forward as long as they do one thing. That's next right here, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. 
New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Dan and the Danettes today as they are in Chicago right now. And they will be throwing up the opening tip for the Knicks-Bulls tonight, the Eastern Conference Finals preview. They're in Chicago for uh, Dan's induction into the Radio Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame! Hopefully they will take in the Knicks and the Bulls, which clearly, uh, hey, they almost put it on national TV tonight by going with NBA TV. So it's a really big game here tonight. But, dude, it's the first game of relevance between these two squads in how long? It is since right? nineteen since nineteen ninety five. No, it's but a long but, time. but in all seriousness, right? Because I'm seeing the threads and people are posting how much it's costing to go to uh, a World Series game, you know, in Atlanta. It's like you've been waiting twenty years. Go to the damn game. It's like I yelled when when the Cubs made it, and all my friends were hand wringing over how expensive it is. It's like this is what this is your squad. You've had twenty years to save a buck, you know, a, a nickel a day. And, and you've got the money for the ticket. Go. Have your experiences. Life's too short not to. Likewise, now, he, go to the Bulls and Knicks. <laughs> go see the East Finals preview. Yes, the, the preview. It's Yo Kim Noah celebration day. Oh, Come that's on. True. That's true. Hey, it's all about playing hard and having heart. That's going to be the big message. Well, it, I mean, that's Ted Lasso, Bulls. isn't it? Yeah, that's that's true. Noah yeah, the, was Lasso before Lasso. He would hit that believe sign before he walked onto the onto the court. Oh, what happened all the time. Uh, now, meanwhile, in the NBA, a little bit on Russell Westbrook, who looked the Russell Westbrook experience was on full display last night. And I am here for every second mm-hmm. of it. Right. A quadruple double, the quadruple part, the 10 turnovers. He gets thrown out of the game at the end, not liking Darius Baisley with a dunk when the game is decided. This was all you expected when you got Russell Westbrook. And here's the thing. Even though they blow a game last night, what they were 230 and zero. The last 25 years with a 25-point lead or more, yes, last night was embarrassing. The Lakers will be fine as long as they turn the keys to the offense over to Russell Westbrook because Russell Westbrook running things, this is who you got him to be. He's not going to be the same player, not nearly the same player, if he's playing off the ball. And meanwhile, it's tough to say, all right, LeBron, let's figure figure out your way to dominate the game. LeBron can do that. We've seen him go from being the best forward in the game to a point guard. The guy's leading the league in assists. He can do that. It's easier for him to adjust with Westbrook being ball dominant. It's a better team than it's, hey, we're going to split the job a bit because when Westbrook doesn't have the ball, he's useless, right? So that that's a big thing. So as long as the Lakers uh, move and segue into, hey, this is Westbrook's uh, keys to the offense and he's going to run it, the Lakers will be okay. That's why Frank Vogel may be nervous saying, hey, he's got to fit into our system. Why did you get Russell Westbrook then? You might as well go out and got Buddy Heald. Because every time the Lakers lose and you're not running the team that way, Buddy Heald is at the top of Twitter trending because it's the Lakers really picked Westbrook over Buddy Heald. This is what you have to do. If you if you let Russell Westbrook, let Russ cook, because you know the other Russ is out. Let Russ cook, the Lakers will be okay. You got 82 games to figure it out. And offensively, you'll have the ebb and flow. You'll have load management games and and saying, oh, this is all fixed. Like, well, the, yeah, this is who Russell Westbrook is. And LeBron James not there to take shots, to challenge for the ball. Uh, eventually, maybe they just fight for it near midcourt. I don't know. We've seen that before from teammates. Like, no, 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 it's my turn. Uh, let's go. Uh, at whatever level. You, you've seen it. You know you have. Uh, so that's, that's a concern. The other is that they've not 
held a team under 115 points at this point in the season. Are you going to have enough firepower? Do you have enough shooters to outscore all these squads? I think not. I think that's you know where the the larger issue is that that's not going to get solved easily enough. Yeah, you know, right. Offensively, you can you can put up points and you can solve these issues, and they'll eventually learn to coexist. Or for media purposes, probably better if they don't. But the the reality is, you got you don't have defensive players, and that's Frank Vogel's bread and butter. Like, I'd love to see those meetings right now. It's like, all right, we need to figure that out. But if LeBron's going to miss games with the ankle, we don't have to worry about it right now. How the hell do we fix the defense? Yeah, Melo will be fine. He just, he'll just he just stop shooting air balls. LeBron will come back. He'll and score. that play, man. That play, it, I watched that like another 30 times this morning. <laughs> I just kept it on a loop because it was just so egregiously bad. He steals the inbound. He's at the three-point line, about 10 seconds left. Says, forget it. There's no extra passes. I'm taking the shot. And then he shoots an air ball and says he didn't have a good grip on the ball. Come on, man. You're top 10 scoring all time. You can't throw that one up there. Well, look, the, when it comes down to the end of games, when LeBron is back, he's taking those shots That's at right. the end. Right? It's not, it's not going to be anybody else. So don't worry about Malik Monk shooting air ball. LeBron's going to take those shots. Again, I think they're going to be fine. Now, heading into Thursday night football tonight, thanks to Jay Glazer for stopping by. Mark Sanchez may be leaving the Los Angeles city limits right now to pick Jay up uh, to drive him back to L.A. I mean, that was a phenomenal interview and great stuff from Jay. I'm telling you, Jay Glazer and his Uber driver. How's he going to top himself next week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You go from Howie, maybe Sanchez. I don't don't know what you do, but that's Jay. He's got a lot of connections. No, this is true. Uh, tonight's game, look, this is the biggest Thursday night football game of the year because whoever wins this game, we've talked about it today, is going to be the de facto Friday afternoon, hey, midway point of the season, this is your Super Bowl favorite team, right? Whoever wins tonight, whether it's Green Bay, Arizona, I'd love to be able to pick Green Bay. I'd love to, but I can't. They're too wounded. They don't have Devontae Adams. They don't have Alan Lazard. It's going to be very difficult against an Arizona team that knows, hey, this is our chance to, quote, impress the pollsters, right? Mm -hmm. They know that they can be taken seriously as a Super Bowl contender. They're playing at home tonight. It's going to be lit. They're loaded. Yes, they're missing J.J. Watt, but that's absolutely fine. They're going to put a lot of points on the board. Green Bay will try to run the ball early to try to control things because they're not going to be able to throw it with Arizona. Then they'll start throwing it, but it's not going to matter. Arizona wins 35-17. Look at you. You got the blowout. I've got it uh, closer. It's a a six-and-a-half point line. Started the week at three-and-a-half, so showing you the value of Devontae Adams. Obviously, Lazard was the – you know, sexy waiver wire pickup in fantasy uh, when the Adams news hit and while well, he's out too. So now you're going to St. Brown. You're looking at Randall Cobb, who comes in as a WR3 for you now. Uh, but you're going to need Mercedes Lewis. You're going to need some of these other. I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers to keep this game close. Arizona still wins at home. Uh, great stat from Field Yates that popped up, though. 13-1, uh, and one, best combined winning percentage by teams on Thursday night football in October or later ever. Mm, a huge, huge game tonight. Green Bay and Arizona on Fox, 520 Pacific, 820 Eastern. Colin Coward coming up next. I'm Jason. He is Mike. This is Fox Sports Radio.